Hey everyone, welcome back to The Complex. I apologize for us missing the last podcast, but both James and I have been crazy busy creating new content for y'all. Today, we will be celebrating a birthday, and James will be telling you about his new membership site. As always, if any of you have a storm story you'd like to submit to be featured on this podcast, go to jamesochoa.com slash stories. I hope you enjoy learning about everything James has in store for you in the coming months. All right, so James, yeah, we have a birthday that happened recently. We do. We um, do. Quite a significant. Can you tell birthday. us more about that? It's it's a kind of special birthday, I hear. It is a kind of personal special birthday for me, and uh, that birthday was February the 29th, ninth, twenty twenty. It was four. Was this your birthday? Well, no. it's kind of my birthday. <laughs> it's kind of my second birthday. I guess I could call this my alter ego. Uh, yeah. It's the it's a four year first leap year. Of focus mm. forward being out, and so because so, it was originally re- <laughs> released on a leap year, correct? It was on purpose, of course. You know, I figured if nothing else with ADHD, it would just give me four years to make sure I remembered the anniversary, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. I'd have four chances. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm really just super excited. I'm really kind of, to be honest with you, stunned that it's been four years it seems like mm-hmm. a blink of an eye in a lot of ways but uh yeah um, i've just been super excited um about the entire process and i continue to learn but yes the birthday yeah. is the birthday of focus forward it's the four-year linear birthday as i say and the one-year mm-hmm. leap uh year birthday of focus gotcha. forward well oh. in the last one leap year yes. birthday of uh focused forward I'm really curious what you've learned. If you've if you've changed any of your tactics, if you've added anything, if there's something that you would have, you know, potentially changed yeah. in the book itself. Right. Um, what what have you what have you gained in the last um, four years? Well, it's it's interesting um, because I always wonder if the if the learning curve or the learning about ADHD is ever going to stop for me. Um, and guess what? So far it hasn't. Um, so, yeah, right. so the last four years, <laughs> I can't imagine it stopping at any time soon. <laughs> no, no, I can't imagine it stopping anytime soon either, because, uh, really there is just still so much to learn, um, about the condition of ADHD. Um, and as I've highlighted over the years, uh, the vast majority of what I'm, uh, continuing to learn about is still around the emotional and mental stress. Um, so the book Focus Forward four years ago really highlighted the whole idea, validated that perspective for many people, opened uh, as one uh, uh, client of mine, former client of mine told me that I cracked the emotional code on ADHD, which was you know quite a high compliment. Uh, right. But he said, really, he had been searching for 13, 14 years to understand the diagnosis of ADHD. Uh, and until he really understand the emotional mental stress of it, it really... It never just came into full view for him. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. focus forward is that piece. And so in the last four years, I would say the vast majority of that has been more around the continued element of what I would call is resourcing an individual okay. or a client or myself, meaning that I keep building internal skills or skills for managing the stress and the chaos coming at me. 
Um, yeah. And I feel like I've made some significant pro uh, progress in not only the, the tools in the book, which are fantastic regarding using your imagination. and mm -hmm. um, uh, You still use all those tools absolutely. in the book? Those are still relevant? Absolutely. Awesome. Every one of them yeah. is still relevant. Uh, I still use the book myself. You know, uh, I particularly like, you know, the epic storm part uh, at the end when you're in the worst storm of your life uh, mm. part of the book, uh, which, you know, it's that is still so relevant for me uh, on ongoing basis. Uh, you know, when I talk about that aspect of, um, you know, the the whole idea of, um, oh, Mayday, mayday, staying the course during a storm, right? It's that whole piece yeah. still is so relevant. So, but the resourcing piece is the key here. And so what do I mean when skill sets for resourcing? A lot of it has been around calming, how to calm storms, how to calm yourself throughout the day. Um, yeah. And so uh, if uh, we've talked about it on other podcasts, but there is a... Um, there's a meditation blog on my website that I think really dials in the relationship that you build with mindfulness and meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, keys to that, you know, that I love to highlight are the ideas of micro meditations, which are one to three minutes throughout the day. <clears throat> and the other one is slow motion, which is slowing your actions down by 25% which I just did with my speech here. And it kind of brings, <laughs> you know, it kind of brings your focus back in and kind of makes you curious and observant. But I talk about those mindfulness meditation practices of micro and slow motion kind of meditations uh, being insulation for the stress of ADHD that comes at us from all these places, right, that I talk right. about is the emotional distress syndrome, but you know, it's a way, it's like a blanket. It's like an insulator or a shock absorber uh, when we are developing these skill sets. So yeah. <clears throat> calming yourself, the relationship with meditation has been a big key in development over the last four years, even more so than it was uh, in Focus Forward. Yeah. Um, another key aspect over the last four years, interestingly enough, have been the ideas of really helping clients and myself learn to deep breathe in effective ways for calming ourselves um, and for really Which is very centered. related to meditation, right? It is, it is. But the deep breathing piece is a space of way, it's a way of really connecting to yourself uh, that's very simple that we obviously do mm -hmm. all the time or we wouldn't be living. Uh, right. And so, but the idea of using the simple resource of like deep breathing uh, as a way of doing it. And I actually teach clients and i believe i have the micro meditation that you could we could probably put a link on to it jules of uh of how to do this five breath technique um mm -hmm. which i teach and and you could find that link in the show notes uh but this five breath technique is one simple way to practice a micro meditation but it's a way for deep breathing to kind of resource the body and the last thing i'll say on the calming resourcing space is really focused on interestingly enough, essential oils. So essential mm. oils as a way to calm and center and resource the body. Um, I do a lot of work around that with clients now. And um, it's not something I sell in my practice because uh, it clouds licensing of my pro professional counseling mm -hmm. degree. But I can yeah. educate my clients about it and how to use it. And, and so I show them different kinds of essential oils. And, 
And the key aspect to essential oils is the quality of the oil. Um, and I'm currently... What, what does it uh, exactly do? Does it just help calm you? or? Well, yes, it helps calm you. So he, he, the basics on essential oils, and I don't want to go into it heavily here, but you know, I could write a blog about it. Could be very helpful for the folks listening to the podcast uh, in the next month or so, and that's not hard to do at all. Um, but the key elements to essential oils are if an oil smells good to you, it's an oil that's likely um, helpful or effective for you. If an oil feels neutral or it feels repelling, like I just don't like it, it's not an oil that uh, you should typically use, as I understand, mm -hmm. in reading about essential oils. But it's the quality of the oil, meaning that there are three main essential oil companies that, uh, that I know of that are really using high-quality oils by steaming plants uh, to get the oil out, uh, and they separate the water uh, from the oil that comes from the plant. And it's a very concentrated oil, so you don't have to use much. But with essential oils, you're using the smelling system of the body, which is directly connected to the center of the mind. If you think mm -hmm. about an athlete who's knocked out on the field and they give them smelling salts, uh, it immediately kind of brings them back to consciousness or wakes them up because mm -hmm. the smelling system of the pungent uh, odor that they're putting under their nose goes through that unconscious system and really smacks the survival instinct of the body to wake it up uh, in a way that really pops them open. So, yeah. I, and fun fact on the evolutionary nature of us humans, uh, the nose was developed before the eyes and the ears from an evolutionary standpoint. So hmm. it was one of our first senses that really developed well, and it's one of your oldest senses for memory. Uh, that you smell things. So I've been using essential oils and teaching people how to do that as a way of calming and resourcing themselves and something some, certainly I've done over the last four years and have had really good results with myself and teaching clients that as another way to manage the stress of ADHD. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so is there any other uh, things that you'd like to um, kind of, add to your book or tell us that you've you've uh yeah i've been working on yeah the last so if i look at because a couple other key things okay but beyond the resourcing yourself uh what's really also coming to view is the key element of what you hear me talk about and i've talked to, to, to some significant degree in focus forward but i've really continued to work at what's called personalizing strategies in a way that kind of work for you um, yeah, and the strangest which we've talked a lot about. Yeah, we have, we have, and it's something that I'm really doing more work with. But I can't say enough about that element of it. But here's the here's the interesting thing that's happened in the last four years. Probably most significant could and likely will be a main topic of a second book that is becoming into view, and I've developed some structure mm -hmm. for with my writing coach and editor. And it's the idea of what's called intervention fatigue. Um, Intervention fatigue around the diagnosis of ADHD, I define as people um, who seek help for ADHD, okay? They may not get enough help, they may not get good help, unfortunately, and they may mm -hmm. not get help that lasts them a lifetime. And so what has come into view for me the last four years, and certainly before this, um, 
But one of the major issues of intervention fatigue is that people are just tired of reaching for and not getting good help, or there's no help around them, particularly around the emotional mental stress of ADD. So I want to bring that into full view from a validation point of view of what it is. I see so many clients, you know, I I had a a young uh, client who was, I think, somewhere in around 20 years old. And, um, and this client had, and her family had, they'd intervened almost 18, 19 times in her life to try to help her. But no one had ever explained the emotional mental stress of ADD or the idea of building a relationship with yourself. And those keys really made sense to her. So I know intervention fatigue is a really important topic, really going to be an important topic for professionals to know about Mm -hmm. and uh, professional counselors, psychologists, doctors, coaches, because um, we all don't want to add to the struggle. And so I really want folks to understand that intervention fatigue of reaching for help is really critical, uh, that clients uh, need that help. um, But it's something I believe that needs to be really validated, the idea that people reach for help and they haven't gotten enough help. Um, right. But that's, that's really come to, it really has come into view over the last four years for sure. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you were talking earlier about personalizing strategies, right? We've talked yeah. a lot about we that on this podcast. Um, yes. But you have uh, actually released a membership site I um, have. that kind of takes people through this process, does it not? It, it does. Okay. And so uh, one of the pieces I had really wanted to get around and um, was the idea of people getting information and help from me on an ongoing basis to some degree that is not just the book. It is not just the podcast that right. can be listened to. Um, and so last summer, I conceptualized the idea of a membership site or a subscription site that you pay a small fee each month. And of course, I've got to have a fun name for it, right? So it's called <laughs> the Storm Team. So yeah, it's the idea of the Life <laughs> Empowerment Center Storm Team, right? If you want to be on the Storm Team, but it's really my membership site in that I want to lead people in very small segments toward building a relationship with themselves around managing and navigating the diagnosis of ADHD. And so this is not a typical organizational Here's a ton of information about ADD to overwhelm you site, mm-hmm. uh, which are really great. There's so much good information out there. This idea of this membership site is very small skill sets each month for you to practice, to begin knowing the key elements of calming yourself. Of and resetting. to practice in like all aspects of your life. Correct. Not just like at work or at home. Correct. It's just Correct. everywhere you go. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I'm talking about things about calming yourself and meditation, but these very key elements of it to really help you kind of stay focused on it uh, with, a, a you know, specific skills given to you each month that are exclusive to um, the storm team. Uh, within yeah. the subscription site. So it's really my current thinking. It's kind of my edge, my cutting edge thinking on the ADHD piece and kind of understanding what are the really important key elements you want to develop within yourself in mm-hmm. very small ways to practice on an ongoing basis uh, to really build this relationship with yourself as I'm talking about it 
to manage the stress of ADHD. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, we just launched, you know, this in January. And so, um, for those who, you know, who would like to know more about it, Jules, you can put a link certainly in our show notes. Yeah. For yeah. It. And if you want to go learn more about it just now, not even following a link, you can go to oh, TLEC yes. or uh, TLEC.info or jamesochoa.com slash TLEC dash storm dash team. Yeah. Um, and yep. kind of to, I, I remember when you were first conceptualizing this, that, um, you wanted a space that you could kind of reach the masses without them having to come to you yes. in, in the clinic. Um, right. Right. And this, this was very much a way for you to do that. It seems like, um, and, and I remember one of the points that you said when we were first building it um, was that you wanted, you wanted to almost take everybody through like what, what you would take, initial clients through yes um kind of in the intake process it's like okay where are you at um let's build your foundational skills to manage adhd um and let's do that in a super super personal way um and one of the one of the key ways that we do that with this is that we have a space for people to send in questions directly to you yes we do um that we can that we will then put out in a little blog uh for everybody else to see as well so that even people who might have the same question can um can kind of get that answer exactly so i can really deepen the knowledge or the information or the questions about each topic and so uh yes if you have questions about a a month's topic then you can write to us and i'm answering those questions as we go along here so that yeah the knowledge is there for individuals to be able to access and uh, I'm really enjoying the process, and if you if you look at the aspect of the offer, really, uh, and by the way, you can just directly go to the website, uh, and there is a Storm Team la- uh, tab right at the top of our page, and you can get to that quickly. Um, but I am giving you also, as a part of the whole package, uh, my video education series, which is a six mm-hmm. education series as part of the sign-up, as well as... You're going to get a personalized focus forward book from me of being a member of the storm team. I've had a, a just a whole lot of fun sending out lots of those in the last month or two. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. I think it's a great way for people to stay connected to me. Like you said, who can't directly get to the clinic um, in Austin, Texas, the life empowerment center. Yeah. And so it's a great way to uh, have people access information as it's coming out. And it's kind of on my uh, thinking or my cutting edge of thinking as I go along here. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, and, um, I am. Yeah. I wanna, Do you have something else? I have, of course, I always have something else. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful mind of mine that just runs and runs. I also want to make sure, look, this is something I've told several people around the world to try and do because so many individuals now are reaching toward me saying, look, I can't find the kind of emotional and mental help for ADHD that you describe in the book with counselors or people who understand it. And so uh, this is what I'm encouraging folks to do. You know, if you're seeing a coach or a counselor uh, around your ADHD diagnosis, um, I would encourage you to buy them a gift. And that gift on them on the birthday today of Focus Forward is Mm -hmm. a book. Focus Forward and giving it to the professional you work with and say, hey, this really helps me understand my ADHD. I'd like us to talk about, 
you know, this kind of perspective on how to work with ADHD is you helping yourself with other professionals before, you know, my professional development series, which I think will take over the next year or so to develop to get to therapists and counselors. You can help yourself and help your counselors by really uh, getting them a copy of the book, uh, showing them the video education series to kind of understand my theories on ADHD. That's one way uh, folks with ADHD can help themselves. And, you know, it may not be the perfect way, um, you know, but I really think it's a it's an empowered way to go about uh, helping yourself and really speaking up for what works best for you. Yeah, and if anything, it'll give um, you as the person with ADHD a a touch point to kind of refer back to whenever you're in these sessions with exactly. uh, whatever clinician you are with. And, um, you know, it'll give you a common reference point with them to where you can exactly. expand from. Exactly. It's yeah. a, it's a very common talking point. So, but I'm just super excited about uh, the four year anniversary and the first leap year of focus forward. I envisioned it coming four years ago. I cannot believe it's really happened this fast. There's been so much yeah. still coming at me and, um, I'm just still deeply, passionately involved. Um, and, and yes, believe it or not, you know, getting the subscription and membership site up certainly stirred up my own storms, which I had to deal with. But oh, uh, I bet. <laughs> go, go figure, right? Uh, it's a norm, normal part of the process that I learn, and I certainly get through just as I teach others to. So um, yeah. I'm super excited that we're celebrating Focus Forward and really letting folks know about the storm team now. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess happy birthday to Focused Forward. Yes. And um, thank you for kind of giving us your your updated information with how you're thinking, James. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll be back with a storm story next month. Yes, we will. We will. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mm-hmm.